Yo, everyone, and welcome back to the Manga Sensei podcast. I'm your host, John Sensei, and today we're going to be going over um, something that we need to talk about, which is exceptions. Many languages have a number of exceptions. Things like, um, I heard Spanish has more exceptions when it comes to their verb bases than in English. This may not be true, but this is what I've heard. Heard uh, Finnish is very difficult because of the amount of exceptions and the conjugating of nouns. English has, you know, I before E except after C, but unless you count W and E, you know, it's, it's always all over all over the place. So today we're going to be talking about a couple of exceptions in Japanese, um, particularly two unique exceptions. That is kuru and suru. Now, let's quickly talk about suru before we continue on crazy, because suru is the best verb ever. Suru, if you can learn how to memorize it and if you can start using it, will be your best friend when it comes to verbs. That is because suru means to verb. You can add suru to the end of most nouns and actually make it verb. So, for example, um, if I say the word yakusoku, which means a promise, probably heard this in some anime or some manga if you're a fan, um, then you can simply add the word, the verb suru immediately after it, and that means to promise. We've now verbed yakusoku, yakusoku suru. We can do the same exact thing with like a picture. Now, traditionally and properly, of course, you can say yakusoku wo kawasu, or you can say shashin wo toru. However, you can be colloquially accurate and say something along the lines of shashin shite, which is the conjugated form of suru, shashin suru. Or you can get married, kekkon, kekkon suru. You can simply add suru to the end of a noun and make that verb. Now, of course, there are going to be someone you can say, you can't necessarily correctly say, you know, isu shite, which is, you know, chair. It's very hard to chair. Um, but you can say, a number of things by adding suru onto the end of a verb. Now, um, there are a number of other exceptions that aren't as powerful as suru. However, let's quickly talk about the conjugated forms of suru. Suru works like this. Base one, she. Base two, she. Base three, suru. Base four, sure. Base five, shiyo. Base te, shite. And base I mean, base 7 or base ta is shita. Now, when using this verb, we are often going to be conjugating with mas, so we hear a lot of shimasu, yakusoku shimasu, yakusoku suru, yakusoku, shimasu, yakusoku shimasu, so that shimasu is shi, base 2, plus mas, right? Raising our diction, becoming a little bit more polite. Um, but we'll also see a lot of different conjugations with a number of different things. Um, we're going to talk about this continually on this podcast, but we, of course, have um, a number of other exceptions as well. So these exceptions are things like kuru and iku and shiru and kiru. A lot of these are simply liar verbs. Um, a couple of these liar verbs are shiru and kiru. These verbs act like one group of verbs, but are actually the other. These are words that seem like ichidan verbs, but are actually godan verbs. So, for example, um, shiru doesn't become shi mas it becomes shiranai or so shirimasu um it conjugates we simply take off the last vowel and we replace it with a i u e o te or ta so um base one would be shira shiri shiru shire shiro and then shite 
and then shita. Okay. Same th- kuru, on the other hand, is a true exception which has its own conjugated forms. It's kora, and then it's ki, and then it's kuru, and then it's kore, and then it's um, I think it's uh, koi, and then it's you know te, and then it's kita. So it's it's very very different as it transitions through. I recommend looking up that verb. Conjugations in particular because kuru and iku are very, very odd and they kind of throw people for a loop very, very often. Um, here is my advice when it comes to learning the exception verbs in a language. Um, and this may seem like bad advice from a professional language speaker. Um, however, I do really believe in this, which is don't worry about it right now. Worry about it in context. So if you're a beginner in Japanese, it's very important that you are self-aware of your level of speaking and listening and writing and reading. Therefore, if you are a beginner and are still working on being able to conjugate verbs, if you're listening to this podcast, this is very likely, then it's important that you are able to understand that and act accordingly. If you cannot yet um, prioritize um, other words, being able to simply conjugate, you know, kuru um, correctly, Let's focus on taberu first and then get to kuru. If you can't do it correctly, have a Japanese person correct you or ask them to help you. Or if you get told that something is done incorrectly, um, have them help you. That's completely appropriate. That's what they're there for, um, to be your friend and to help you and make them some, make them more comfortable. So please, please, please don't overemphasize the um, memorization of exceptions before you have a solid foundation in the language if you have trouble with the link the steps up till this step in the language 30-day process let's focus on those things first okay with that in mind thank you so much i will join you next time here tomorrow on the manga sensei podcast thank you <laughs>